Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The Cardinals will hold a press conference in about 12 minutes in which they are expected to announce a contract extension for their president of baseball operations, John Mozeliak. Derek Gould at stltoday.com broke the news last night, and I had wondered whether or not Mo would be around after this year as the president of baseball operations, with the Cardinals giving extensions to both Randy Flores and Michael Gersh over the course of the offseason. I thought there was a chance that one of those two would ascend to the president of baseball operations, job, but Mo is going to stick with it. He's been around since 2008 as the Cardinals general manager and then president of baseball operations, been with the organization since 1995. Carrie and Randy, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, and Mike Claiborne is going to join that press conference. So we've got Mike for just a few minutes here on the opening drive. Michael, good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. we got a bad connection. Hopefully it sounds better on your end than it does on my end. You sound terrific. I want to start with this. Uh, are you at all surprised? I, I, I wasn't stunned, but I, I was a little bit surprised that the Cardinals would sign Mo to the extension at this point. What was your reaction? You know, this, this kind, of kind of got started last year, and I think it was really a situation where Mo was going to decide whether he going to continue to do this. And, you know, obviously he and the DeWitts have a great relationship. And so I talked to him during the offseason about it. And I said, you're, you're done after this. He said, yeah. He said, I got to figure some things out. So I think it was on his plate. And I think the fact that he felt like maybe there's still some unfinished business, because I firmly thought that had the Cardinals won last year, he might walk away then. But uh, he's going to be around for a couple more years, and we'll see how things unfold. What does the extension of Mo mean for the Cardinals? How, how does that uh, – what does that put them for the years, for the next few years? Well, you know, I think it creates stability uh, more than anything else. Um, you know, that's about a handful of guys that could easily step in and fill in for Mo. Mo, has had, he's got a great group of guys that work with him that uh, are prepared to be general managers and presidents of baseball operations for a number of different teams. Uh, so you've got some guys that are in place. So the, the model won't really be broken if he elects to move on. Uh, but I think what he's doing now is just solidifying things because one of the other things, he, I think he wants to be around because they're redoing the complex down here. Uh, and it's going to take at least a year and a half for them to finish this thing. So I don't know where we're going to be next year for spring training, but uh, it won't probably be in the current setup that we have now. So I think that's another reason why he is, uh, you know, wanting to stick around and make sure this thing goes well because it's a $100 million investment from Palm Beach County and the Cardinals and the Marlins, and um, it, it's going to be a big deal because it's the first real improvements they've made to this facility since they opened in 1998. Claves, what do you think Moe's strongest asset is? What do you think he does best? Managing people. I, I think that's the key. I think managing people and surrounding himself with people that are 
are able to give him frank and honest opinions. You know, he loves guys who who may disagree so he can get all the opinions in a room. But I think his ability to manage people is probably one of his strong suits. Hey, Clay, the St. Louis fans are, are kind of mixed reaction right now when they heard the, the uh, release of Moe's extension. What do you think this team's real possibility is with the with the lineup that they have, with the additions that they made, with possibly Jordan Walker? Where do you think this team could be, you know, by the end of the season? Well, they could be really good. Uh, I, I think, like everybody talks about the pitching, if the pitching's good, I mean, they got a pretty good everyday lineup, and they still have room to grow that. There's some guys that I think they want to take a longer look at. You mentioned Jordan Walker being one of them. So I, I think in this situation – uh, they can compete with just about anybody. Now, they may have the payroll or the name recognition that some other teams have, but when it's all said and done, you know, um, there, there are some teams that we thought were good that we found out weren't as good. And, and let's face it, this is about being hot at the right time. And I don't really care what your roster looks like in April or June or July. It's about what you do from September 1st on. And, and that's the key. Now, with regard to people who want to grouse about most sticking around, you'd be hard-pressed to find a general manager in any sport these days that can have an entire career where he's never had a losing season. I mean, you think about that. I mean, Kerry, you play for Mike Tomlin, so he, he's a guy in the NFL, what, 15 years now, mm-hmm. never had a losing season? Think about how hard that is and how his teams have always found a way to compete. Now, they may not always win, obviously, but they always find a way to compete, and they're always a respected organization. Now, one of the things about Mo, you know, the whole analytic thing, he kind of took on before a lot of people even thought about it. And, you know, there were some people who pushed back, but at the end of the day, every team has expanded their operations department when it comes to analytics, and I think Mo and his staff here had a whole lot to do with how they did that with baseball, throw in Theo Epstein and a couple of other guys. All those guys were really difference makers in how the game is being played and how it's being managed today. Finally, Claves, tomorrow is the first pitchers and catchers workout. Is there anybody that's not there yet? You told us last week that it seemed like pretty much everybody was there. Is that the case today? Is Gang. everybody there? Gang's all here, Randy. We, we're not missing anybody that I noticed. Uh, Flaherty and Wayno had bullpens yesterday. And, of course, you just say, boy, they look good. Yeah, well, nobody had a bat in his hand. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, they were just throwing. But, uh, yeah, everybody's here from what I can tell. I have not heard of anybody who's a late report. Um, and as I told you guys last week, everybody's been here for a while. So this isn't the thing where guys are just basically running and huffing and puffing trying to get here at the last minute. I think there's a lot of reasons for it. The WBC has something to do with it. I think there's some guys who have a bad taste in their mouth and how things ended last year. And I also think there's some guys who feel like they have something to prove to themselves and to their teammates uh, about where their career is going to head. So a lot of reason to get here early and get off on the right foot and Let's just see if it can uh, turn out to be something successful in late October, early November. Are you like me? Do you ever miss the Pedro Guerrero Memorial visa problem? You got to repeat that one. I I wondered if if you're like me, if you ever miss the Pedro Guerrero Memorial visa problem. Every year for Pete, it was a visa problem that caused him to be late to spring training. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We don't have, you know what, I haven't seen that. You know, it's kind of like in hockey when Glenn Hall would not come to training camp because he was painting his barn out in Alberta or out in Saskatchewan. You know, guys, you know, there's just some guys that just don't want to be here, man. They just want to play. But I don't think that's the case because we have so many young guys. And, you know, some of the veterans live in this area, like Goldschmidt and, and Michaelis and people like that. So, uh, yeah, we don't have that 
anymore. Not as much. Let's just put it that way. Claims, we know that you're going to stroll on over to the press conference. We appreciate your time. As always, if anything big happens, it's unexpected. Give us a call back. Have a great time down there, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, you guys need to get down here ASAP. I'm just all I'm saying. I There's agree. no reason for you not to be here. I agree. It, it, we do agree. Right. What's the temperature, Clay, before you go? Uh, well, it started off this morning. It was like 50 degrees, all right? Uh-huh. Now it's got to be at least 75, mm. going to 80. It's 48 and raining here. Nice little breeze. Nice little breeze, not a cloud in the sky, mm. and there is a driving range waiting for me later this afternoon. Uh, Michael, you're, you're speaking to our hearts. <laughs> All right, folks, take care. You're the best, Mike. Thanks. Love you. See you later. Uh, that, that's our friend Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN.